In case 17-290, Merck, Sharp, and Dome versus Albrecht, Justice Breyer has the opinion of the Court. <clears throat> the petitioner, Merck, Sharp, and Dome, manufactures Fosamax, a drug that treats and prevents osteoporosis. Fosamax, however, may increase the risk that patients will suffer what is called an atypical femoral fracture. And what that is is atypical. It suggests it's rare, but it is serious. It's a serious break of the thigh bone. When the Food and Drug Administration first approved the manufacture and sale of Fosamax, they did that in 1995, the Fosamax label did not warn of that particular risk. But stronger evidence came along connecting Fosamax to those atypical femoral fractures after 1995, and ultimately, FDA told Merck to add a warning about that risk. They told them that in 2011. Now, respondents are individuals who took Fosamax and suffered this serious fracture before 2011, before they were ordered, namely between 1999 and 2010. They sued Merck, arguing that state law imposed upon Merck a duty to warn the respondents and their fractures about that particular risk. Merck, in its defense, argued that respondents' state law claims should be dismissed because federal law preempted them. That was because, Merck said, it was impossible for Merck to comply with both state and federal obligations. And indeed, it pointed out in 2008 it had tried to warn about stress factors, but the FDA had rejected that attempt. Now, that fact, says Merck, showed that the FDA would also have rejected any attempt by Merck to warn of the related, but somewhat different, atypical femoral fractures. And where it is impossible for a private party to comply with both, if Merck said they couldn't put it on the label, then the state can't say you have to put it on the label. That's the simple idea. So where, where it's impossible for a private party to comply with both state law, like the state law that says to manufacturers, you've got to put this warning on the label, and a federal law, like the FDA's regulation, uh, a state law has to yield to federal law. But did federal law forbid Merck to add the warning to the label before 2011? Remember, state law said they had to. So did federal law forbid it? Well, the critical case here is an older case called Wyeth v. Levine, and it tells us what to look for. It says, quote, absent clear evidence that the FDA would not have approved a change, the court will not conclude that it is impossible for the drug manufacturer to comply with both federal and state requirements. With all those negatives, it means the FDA better pretty, be pretty definite if uh, they're going to tell the drug manufacturer you can't put this on the label. Now, in our opinion today, what we do is we explain a little bit the term clear evidence. By that, we mean evidence that shows the court that the manufacturer told the FDA about the justifications for the warning that state law required. Why does the state law want us to do this? They have to explain it to the FDA. And then the FDA, in turn, told the manufacturer that the FDA would nonetheless not let it put the warning on the drug's label. 
And that happens because the FDA can be afraid of too much warning. If, if you warn too much, then people won't use the drug we are supposed to. Uh, and so they say overwarning can discourage the beneficial use of the drug. But that's what, how we interpret uh, this clear, um, uh, clear evidence. We also hold, and that's perhaps more important for the future cases, we also hold that this question of preemption is one for a judge to decide, not a jury to decide. Judges, rather than lay jurors, are better equipped to evaluate the nature and scope of an agency's determination. They're better suited to understand and to interpret agency decisions, because that's normally a matter, at least in part, about the governing statutory and regulatory context. Because the Court of Appeals here did not treat the preemption question in this way, namely as a question of fact for the jury, That's what it did, not for the judge. That's what they should have done. And because the court did not have an opportunity to consider the standard set forth in our opinion, we vacate its judgment and remand the case for further proceedings that are consistent with our advice and our uh, holding that it's the judge. Justice Thomas has filed a concurring opinion. Justice Alito has filed an opinion concurring in the judgment which is joined by the Chief Justice and Justice Kavanaugh. 